0: Alright, hello epic people. Welcome back to the the professional podcast. Obviously, Roz is here. How you doing, Roz? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing great. How are you doing, Bryce? I'm doing good. Obviously from the title, because I, I always do this with IWH too. It's like you try to hide who the, the guest is, even though it's in the title. So you already know D-Mix is with us right now, but hey. D-Mix, how you doing?
1: Hey man, you already know when you hear this hear this Nas fade that it can only be with yeah. brother. <laughs> You can hear <laughs> you the can
0: Nas fade.
1: Lowe's <laughs> D mix. Please
0: How are we doing, fellas? Good. We're doing good. We, man, we've doing been good. we've been bantering off uh off recording for like an hour. Hey man, but man, that's you gotta, how you gotta it get goes. These vibes in, bro. It's, it's all about exactly. the good vibes. Exactly. exactly. You gotta have good vibes.
1: Did you just say though you hear the Nas fade? Bro, y'all, look, see, my, my normal line is, like, if you see me in a video, I'd be like, hey, man, you know, you see this not you know? Yeah, but you can't hear the knob. But, man, but, but tech, by technical standards, you know what I'm saying? they The people, they can hear me, you know what I'm saying? so. Well, you gotta they be can, like, yeah. See, so I'm in my ASMR mode. I'm, I'm, I'm close to the mic, like, baby, I'm like, hey, man, you know when you hear this knob?
2: <laughs> this man oh, really bro. said ASMR. Bro,
0: I... <laughs> i've always wondered like because i don't get the asmr effects like bad ears but like i've always like wanted to try it i don't know Look, like try making asmr stuff y'all
1: know uh but like, maybe like a month and a half ago i was dating this girl actually and she loved to watch asmr videos. yeah like legitimately love like she and she also loved watching videos of like people eating seafood and people eating seafood, yeah, yeah like, no,
2: because they, they 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 put the mic like right, right in next to mouth mouth. Yeah, I don't cause, like stuff cause, like, cause, cause like cause that because like the seafood can be like a little bit chewy, so it makes the, that that kind of like. That chewy sound, like you know, how you yeah. get, like, like a sour patch kid. Your mouth kind of like makes that sound. Yeah, as as yeah. You know, sounds like uh, sounds, love sounds it. like mac
1: and cheese or your favorite crush when you never mind. But oh, anyway,
2: <laughs>
0: way, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. wait. we gotta stay that for the end.
1: But 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 you get what I'm saying? Like, and she would she would send me those videos on IG, and at first I was kind of like, huh. Like, and then one day I just was like, yo, do you like watch that stuff? And she was telling me she was, like really really interested. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not I don't judge people. That's not well, the two so My I got
0: into it. my idea with ASMR, I actually kind of thought it was genius and want to do it was a uh, reading off horrible tweets and or memes in ASMR, and not like oh eat, yeah, that's not like eating, not like eating in it because that's just weird. I always found that shit like really weird. Like people like listening to the crunch of people eating like that's. Yeah. I don't know yeah, about that. So but I would just def- I would one hundred percent read like really shitty
1: memes and tweets in ASMR because I feel like that'd be really funny. Honestly, if I was to ever do ASMR, I'd probably sit down and read ultra tweets for like hours oh. to the people.
0: <laughs> Fucking ultra tweets?
1: I just sit there and read ultra tweets for an hour. And then for the next hour I'd probably read classy tweets for an hour. Oh, and then God. and then and then I and then I'd finish it with my own hey you tweets because those are fucking stinky too. Let oh, me tell you something. Man. You know real stinky tweeters know that their tweets are stinky and yeah. just take pride in, 100%. pride in it. Yeah, like you, if, you if it becomes the brand. Yeah, yeah, it
0: becomes your brand like Warrior KD fan thirty five who that, that is why me to this this day, of...
1: That's why to this day I'll always support an ultra stinky tweet every single time because Everyone, everyone's really like, yo, what the fuck is this? And, and granted, most of them are also sus, too. So, like, yo, what yeah, is yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. and, yeah. I, and I'm just like, yo, you know what? You fucking tweeted out, baby. You typed it. You tweeted <laughs> out, baby. <laughs> like, retweet this motherfucker right yeah. now.
0: Yeah, because... Once you like start tweeting like that, it's like every like you get it. It's like you look at your tweets. It's like God, I really said that. But, <laughs> but then you see it getting interactions. It's like shit. I guess this is what people like.
2: Yeah. Me, oh. me, look, me looking at my tweets from like 2016.
0: Oh
1: my god!
2: Dude, I, let me tell,
1: ugh,
2: I let don't... me tell you
1: something, man. Los dmix Like I like my Los dmix Twitter handle, but my Twitter handle before Los dmix was like literally. I I think my it was like my 2013 braun twitter account because like i used to just be such a dickhead like i was just i was just i would just make fun of people i was just like on my ruthless twitter shit and then one day i just got tired of it so i deactivated it and i didn't know that you can reactivate it within 30 days so i thought it was just gone forever so like maybe like three weeks later i just made a whole new handle and by the time i realized you could go back like, if you can reactivate it before 30 days. My 30 days has expired, so I never got that Twitter account back.
0: That might be for the best.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I, didn't, I really don't want those tweets being resurfaced again. Yeah. You, know how, you know how cancel culture likes to work nowadays.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, so that wasn't even what we were going to talk about. That was a good tangent, though. But so, D-Mix, um, we, wanted to, we wanted to start this off by asking you about you. Yeah, so, man. So, what, what do you got to... What what should people know about
1: you, Darius? Oh man, people people should know. Um, I guess I guess I'll, well, I guess if you don't know my name, it's it's actually Darius. Um, yeah. So you know you don't most people they call me Demons, but Darius is my actual name. I guess. Um, man, it uh, kind of just starts came from humble beginnings. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm a military kid. Uh, traveling has really had been really been like embedded in my life. I've been moving around like my entire life. Um, I actually didn't even spend most of my childhood, like, in the States. Like, I think for most of my childhood, I was actually in Japan when my mom got stationed out there. Um, I lived in fucking Texas and Oklahoma and Georgia. And then I fucking um, ended up going to school to run, track, to run track at Virginia Tech and met some awesome people there, including my brother, Avalanche, and... And kind of from there, it's just um, just, I really kind of fell into the Twitch team. Maybe like um, maybe like 2017, 2016, uh, I started watching. I was just like watching streams. Uh, but I, I, I wouldn't even really interact. I just kind of like watch streams just to have some kind of like to just watch. And um, then Fortnite kind of blew up and I got into like a lot of stream streams, stuff like that. And then I always thought it was kind of cool just to like play video games and have people kind of just like hang out with you and talk and just seeing how everyone just kind of was just friendly and always hanging out. I was like, dude, it also, it'd be, it would be really cool if I actually had time because being a, uh, a collegiate athlete is, I mean, you have no time. They kind of take your life away. So I, I always just thought like if I ever had some free time, I'd definitely love to get into maybe streaming one day and then. Um, I was able, you know, I met met a few people just through the community who kind of helped give me some confidence to kind of start my own stream. And now I'm starting the own stream, and it's, it's been a hell of a ride, man. I love it. I love yeah.
0: it. Like, so I, it. I think that's something not a lot of people know that, like you, you and Avalanche were
1: roommates at VT. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were. I, I, let me tell you something. That guy was uh, when he was joining we did, um, I was, like, I was there for his visit, went out to, went out to dinner, met his family. Um, kids, of, he comes from a good family. He's a really nice guy. He's, like, one of my really close friends. Um, yeah, we, um, I think his sophomore year, my senior year, we lived together with two of our other teammates. And it, it was, like, a hell of a, a hell of a year, like, a hell of a way to, like, just end um, college because I was just there living with my teammates. We were just all just, like, having. A whole bunch of fun. We all kind of lived on the same schedule cuz we all practiced together. So, it was always fun. We had a whole bunch of laughs as y'all can see from like some of like the videos that he tweets out. Like we just we were always just being goofy. Um I mean, like we we come home together. We like we'd all kind of carpool some days. Some days we drive separately. Um but it was it was just fun. Like it was always always something going on in the house. Always someone there, always someone you can hang with, talk to. Um it's just cool just hanging out with your brothers living with yeah, I mean, I don't want
0: to, like, turn this into just you telling us about Avalanche because yeah. this is more about you. But, yeah, Avalanche is someone I really, like... I've followed him a long time. I respect him a lot. Yeah. I, I like him. He's a nice dude. Yeah, man. If you're listening to Ava, because you might be, like, you might listen to this because you're on it. But if, Ava, he's listening, if he's listening, please go get a damn
1: haircut. That's all I want <laughs> <talking. laughs> Please just go
0: get a If, if you're listening from, from me, please, like, I would beg you to come on the show, dude. Like, Please. That would be so great, uh, but Demix. So you said you kind of like. How long were you in Japan? Because you said you went to Japan.
1: As yeah, a... I was, So I was there um, probably like from first through sixth grade. Um, so, oh, that's a long time. Yeah, so I was just like literally I, a lot of like my childhood memories. I remember being in Okinawa, Japan, and I was growing up there, living in the military base. It's 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 not it's something it's definitely not something um, that's common um, outside you know outside of you know military lifestyle so uh, i look back on it now and i'm even more grateful that um that i was able to even just live there cuz it was so beautiful so it's just a different um just different culture and it was an interesting way to just kind of grow up it made me really appreciate my my parents um, and my sister more and, and well my my brother um my mom had my brother um after after we moved back to the states but i mean he was was made excuse me sort of say so to say in in japan so um i mean he made me kind of appreciate him even more because he didn't really get to experience it but he was he was definitely there for it so uh, i definitely think about going back very very often just because i miss it so much it's so pretty they used to have they had like one of the best aquariums i've ever been to um where i live so i definitely go back
0: i mean since you grew up there like did you pick up on japanese at all or
1: yeah, so they actually had us like. Well, I remember when we was little, they had to make us take like culture classes, where like they teach us, um, you know, kind of like the basics. Especially in, like elementary and intermediate school, they teach like a basic Japanese, basic Japanese culture, and stuff like that. Which um, I think is like really cool because it makes sense, right? You you live in a you living in yeah. another country, you're like basically living on their culture. You definitely get acclimated to it, so you kind of know and appreciate it more. It, um, I did. I mean, and you know, it, it makes it even kind of easier to just try. Like a lot of like the off base Japanese restaurants because a lot of them like a lot of my favorite restaurants um, that I that I remember from when I was growing up were like more Japanese restaurants. They were like American restaurants. Well, if that kind of makes sense. So it's yeah, it's also it's really cool. looking. That's back.
0: something that I wanted to add. Like how different was actual Japan from
1: the base that you were living on? Um, it it was definitely it was definitely different because basically on 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 base like you'll see a lot more things. Very similar to how they are um, in the US, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Except for like the driving, I think I think we still drove on the left side. But um, in terms of like, you'll see a lot more things in English and and, and stuff like that. You'll see stuff that's more just like English accessible versus you know when you come off base. I mean, it's you know it's more Japanese accessible. So you so um, you kind of you're it's just it's just it's I would say like when you when we were living off post, like you you were definitely more in tune with the Japanese culture versus if you kinda maybe lived on post, you could try to still live your Americanized lifestyle as best you can. Um, but that it, it would be as close as you could live it to being in the States versus living off post. You're you're basically trying to live as you're basically trying to live like even you know, as if you were Japanese. And um you also saw like a lot of like um single active military people like, you know, finding Japanese women and marrying them. Because, you know, they go out, you know, because you're in their culture. So, right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was really cool. Like, like as I'm, a, as I'm growing up and as becoming an adult now, looking back on it, I've definitely become more appreciative of it, which my mom told me a little. So, you know, again, your mama is always right. Yeah. Best best mom's best. always right. So you got anything to mm-hmm. ask
0: girls or? Say what? Um, I was ask, asking Roz oh, if
2: he had anything my to ask. ask. Um. I got in the ass, but I can definitely relate because well not not necessarily to the military part, but I lived in the Middle East for two years of my life. When I was Ooh. when I was thirteen or fourteen I lived in Dubai. Oh, Dubai. And so like I, 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 I understand what you mean when it comes to like being uh acclimated with the culture and kind of you know, 'cause you you experience something that's so so different than what mm-hmm. you experience in like suburban United States. Yeah. So um and J- Japan must be pretty incredible. Like, I've just heard and seen, like, amazing things about that mm. place. Yeah, so no, Yeah, I- J- Go ahead. Yeah, I- I'm just saying, like, I remember Dubai was, all- like, almost just out of a uh, fairy tale in some mm. aspects. Because it- it- it's kind of crazy. I-, I low-key got sick of it after, like, a year or so. I, I was only there for two years. But, um, you know, being, like, a kid just from... Suburban VA, you know, experiencing something completely different on a totally different scale. I think it's extremely eye-opening. Yeah. So, like, some people they don't have the chance to to live outside the United States. Some people here don't even get the chance to visit outside the United States. So, I I think that you know, seeing different cultures, living in different cultures, especially, I think, is a really great experience. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I've always wanted to go to Dubai. I like,
1: I was good. Japan. I I would, I, I, what I liked about Japanese the most was that they. It's like, like when I lived in Japan, I found like a lot of the interests that I that I've still carried out to this day, um, like anime and wrestling, both like pro wrestling, which are both really big in Japan. Like that's really where I found like really really got to know both of them really really well in japan especially especially anime like anime um just especially like like my friends who would be like who basically be like kids of like uh like who kids of one parent who was like strictly japanese who was fully japanese and they had like an american parent like those kids would always have like some of like the coolest in japanese manga which uh or yeah manga books i thought like those things were the coolest things ever i couldn't read i couldn't read them yeah yeah they were so authentic i couldn't read them couldn't read a lick of it i had to buy the pictures but i used to flip through them all the time and then eventually i started reading the actual you know americanized manga books which were still cool they just took a little bit longer to make but like all my like like uh half japanese friends they would have like the most up-to-date manga books i'd be so jealous so i like look through their books and I'd be like, "Yo, what does this say?" in my little kid voice, and they really wouldn't answer because they didn't want to share because they were rude as little kids. But that's, <laughs> that's 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 neither here nor there. But you know, what I'm saying, yeah. But it goes back to that authenticity point you were making. It was like, like, damn, bro, this stuff's like really cool. It's like straight hot off the presses, and you guys are just reading it, and I don't know. Yeah,
0: I I really like because you guys you got to live overseas. I I've lived in the same
1: place my whole for twenty years, really. I mean, almost. I'll be twenty this year. Hey man, that stability oh. is something. Uh, I, I mean, some days I, I wish I could appreciate more because, I mean, with my mom being in the military, it, it just embedded traveling into my life. You yeah, know, like, right. And so, like now, it, it feels weird to me a little bit when I when I haven't traveled in a while, because I'm so used to just always going somewhere and traveling. And um, now I'm kind of like a working adult now, and I'm really in a routine, and I don't really I haven't. I don't. I mean, I do some traveling, but not as much as i used to now so now i'm kind of getting to excuse me i'm getting used to that stability now um takes a little while but i'm starting to
2: appreciate it yeah yeah there there are positives to both ends of the Uh spectrum so
0: yeah for sure i mean i'll definitely be tra. i want to travel more when i'm older and stuff like that but for now i mean the stability has
1: been nice Where are you trying to travel to, bro?
0: What is one place you have always wanted to go? One place I've always wanted to go. Like, in terms, like, overseas, like Europe, Asia, places like that. I would say one place I really want to visit, I I like, kind of what Raza did this past summer with, um... With Europe? Europe? Yeah, because I kind of want to just visit France and Spain and England. Well, you didn't visit England, right?
2: (laughs) Well, I I have been to London, though. No, but not, like, this
0: particular trip.
2: No, this trip was Amsterdam, Paris, Barcelona. If you want more details on that, go back and listen to episode one. Yeah, episode one, we talked about Um, that. uh, (laughs) uh, But I went to London six years ago, and it was... It's nice. It's a nice city, and there's a reason a lot of people love it. Sometimes it's a little bit gloomy, and the people can be assholes, but...
0: That's basically New
2: York, though. I mean... (laughs) um dirtier uh, yeah, yeah but the three places i went this year are all really <laughs> great and also another place i've been in europe slash asia which uh might be my favorite destination i've ever been to was uh istanbul turkey uh Ooh. five years ago that is okay that is a great place um and I, as a muslim i feel like i appreciated it more but i feel like even non-muslims could go there see all the like the muslim architecture and history and still have a great appreciation for it because i thought it was right i, I thought it was incredible
1: hey so. man that's dope yeah honestly yeah. i think there's if there's one city i could visit it'd probably be barcelona but let me tell you i have this i have this this gut this like this, i had this dream i had this, this i had this dream that I met my wife in Barcelona. Damn, <laughs> I, really? I met Damn. my wife. Let me tell you some. I've been some. I've been as of late. I've been having a lot of like very vivid, vivid dreams. And one of my most vivid dreams was me meeting my wife in Barcelona. How and, long ago was that dream? Uh, what month is it? It's July. I had oh, that. I had that dream back in February. And you remember, the dream from five months ago. Hey, that's how vivid it was.
2: Awesome Damn. Valentine's Day shit.
1: It, yeah, for real. And so ever since then I was like, yo, I need to go to Barcelona and I need to go and I need to look around find me a maybe find, a, a, find you a wife in Barcelona. Yeah, find, find me a little Spanish queen if you know what I'm
2: saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, Barcelona, very nice place. Um it's been almost exactly a month since I got back from there. I got back on the 28th and it's 27th. Sure. Yeah, yeah, recording
0: on the 27th
2: um so it's a very nice place uh some places are very bougie like you can go Some like they have like their own mini like rodeos and stuff like that i mean okay. I, don't, I don't i don't know if i can really compare it to rodeo because rodeo um, <laughs> but yeah man they do got some queens over there though so i mean look all, i, I, like like I think do, i think all i gotta do is go ahead and Hop hop hop
1: across the water, you know what I'm saying. Pull up to Barcelona and be <laughs> like, hey ma, ha ha ha. ha. You hit the <laughs> uh, ha ha and just let, just, just let him know. Let him know, Get let him touch the fade real quick. Just be like, hey ma, come on now. You know, let me change. <laughs> we love you. We love you. What's up? Let me love. You. Oh my God!
0: R right, I D R I right, D Vix. So I think to answer that question earlier because I didn't really give an answer. I think honestly speaking. I kind of would love to visit Japan. Like, I feel like I want to visit Japan, Bro. specifically
1: I, like Tokyo. Yes, you absolutely should. I think the Japanese yeah. like Japan, is one of the coolest. I think it's one of the coolest countries out here. I think it's one of the coolest countries out here. Clearly, I have it some, right? some biases. but I think it was one of the coolest countries that I'm very, very glad I visited. Um, I would definitely. I'm, I'm definitely trying to go back. Like before, that's a, that's a, that's one thing for sure on my bucket list. Is like before. You know, before I die, I gotta go, go back to Japan. Go, go back to Japan. It's gonna be like a full 360 from my life. Like, I guarantee yeah. you, I'm, I'm yeah. just gonna go. Like, there's certain restaurants I'm gonna go back and visit. I gotta go back and see that aquarium. I wouldn't go, but I don't know if I'll be able to get back on but it, Yeah, I don't know if they're like back in the military base. But. Yeah, but like, even if I can go back and see like old schools I went to, it'd be it'd, it'd be so cool it'd be so cool
0: yeah because that's the thing because like you grew up in japan on the military base mm-hmm. i because like so you probably can't like just go back to your old schools or visit teachers yeah but, it's... Like, i definitely could do that
1: because like, yeah live close to my old schools yeah um yeah it's like after i forgot after what age basically you're not considered like a military dependent anymore it's here. probably just... like 18 um yeah it's it's after 18 but then if you're like in college and your and your parents are still in the military then you can like extend it a few years when you have proof of oh, being okay. in college but then like clearly now I've graduated college I'm a, I'm just a full on yeah you're a full on adult now Yeah, a full on adult so I don't get those same privileges no more. I still get some proof but not all.
0: So, you know. A kind of a kind of a segue to what we were talking about next, unless you had more stuff to talk about.
1: Right, let's go. Let's bring, bring it on. Uh,
0: so, how about T? How about some TV shows? Like, did okay. there, was there any TV shows in Japan that you remember as a kid that they had?
1: Um, man. I mean. Not off the top of my head. I remember the shows I watched the most. Like when I was out in Japan, is when I discovered the WWE. Which oh uh, yeah,
0: because wrestling's uh,
1: huge over there. Yeah, and so I remember just one day I was flipping through flipping through channels, bored. I was probably I was probably looking for like cartoon. Never. I was flipping through the channels, and I scrolled past uh, Monday Night Raw one day, and I was like, "Why are these two sweat? I was six years old. I was like, why are these two sweaty dudes just kind of throwing each other around?" But it looked. But the thing is, it looked lit. And I just hear. Yeah, of, it
0: looks so cool.
1: Yeah, and then I'm just As listening a, to, to a kid. I'm just listening to Jr. King call this match, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty. It was. It was. I was six years old, so this was 2002. And I, was, I know Edge was in the match. Just don't remember who he was wrestling. Um, so I remember just, I was watching Edge wrestle, and I was like, "Yo." This dude's kind of fucking awesome, yo. Like, like, this
0: WWE was, was really cool in that yeah,
1: era. Yeah, and I was like, this stuff is like really, really cool. So then I just started like, I watched it the next Monday, and then you just started watching it. Great I just started more watching more. it and shit. I mean, it's that was that was two thousand and two. It's twenty nineteen, and I've been watching wrestling faithfully. Yeah.
0: Ever since. I I kind of stopped watching like a while ago, but like because in two thousand two I was only like two three years old, so mm-hmm. I wasn't really watching wrestling at that point. But I remember like the old stuff. Like one of my favorite wrestlers ever, honestly, was Ray Mysterio.
1: Oh, I don't know why Ray Mysterio. I, I just Ray Rey Mysterio. Ray. I'm gonna be honest with you, Ray. I've always loved Ray. I like his underdog story. See, Ray reminds me of myself. See, see people. Let me tell you something. In reality, I am 5'8", but I've always thought I am 6'5 at heart. Height, so, height, height is a confidence thing, yeah, not, height, not height a height measure. Is, height is really just a number, and really, it's, it really, it's really optically how, how I see you. If, you are, if you're three, four and I'm 5'8", well, technically, I'm 7 foot,
2: by how you're looking at me. It makes sense <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. It, right. makes, it, it, it makes it, it, sense. In reality, I'm five four. Stand on my money. Now I'm six six. That's what I love to see.
0: <laughs> stand on my money. Stand <laughs> on my money. I'm <laughs> mean, t- as tall as young Ming.
1: And so and so Ray Mysterio, he was never the biggest dude in the ring, but he was out here. You know, what I'm saying out here wrestling with some with some big boys. That's, you guys yeah, wrestling okay. big show and all of them. That's all right, all right was- but do
0: you remember? Do you remember the ladder match for his son though? With Eddie Guerrero, though, that
1: that whole, nah, nah, that whole, that that whole storyline is just wild, that's how wild WWE was, that's how wild WWE was back then. They literally had a straight ladder match for his son. Yeah, like, they put out this storyline of basically that, was it like Ray, I mean, Eddie was really, uh, Dominic's father, something like that, like, they went on national TV with this stuff, yo. And like, I don't know who wrote that, dude. Like, but, the, but the thing is, back in the day, that shit was so lit. Cause I used, I remember sitting on the couch. I, I was, I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, yo, Raymond Studio, he might lose his son. God damn. <laughs> I was at the dinner table, like, Dad, Dad, Eddie Guerrero, he God. really might be the kid, man. And he just like, boy, you're it did All right. <laughs> But uh, the thing is, they really like it. Really, y'all remember the storyline where they like had Vince McMahon get into that limo and they blew it up? Yes, I remember to this, that. To this oh day, God. I still, I still don't know how they did that. I still don't know how they did that. They put out a know special how they effects them. man. That's all it is. I mean, but he, I saw him get in the car though. So like, he got in the car, and then as like, soon as he closed the door, the car blew up. So did he like? Oh, they like
0: man. They've had so many
1: storylines that just don't Oaks. make like and like that's when but back in the day like back then like that's when they were like tv 14 so that like the yeah, storylines
0: yeah. could yeah. be really really wild. so they were fair like looking back at like as a little kid watching them you're like oh shit what the fuck but now <laughs> watching them they're kind of just like really funny because they're so
1: ridiculous yeah yeah and so when they when they became uh what was it tvpg They had to like scale down a lot of like the film wild ass storylines. And now the storylines are more more PG, but the matches are a lot better.
0: So I have a question because like everyone that watched wrestling went through this moment and remembers it. Like at
1: what point did you find out it wasn't real? Um, um, So when I found out they weren't real, my dad, (laughs) I was chilling with my dad, we were watching, and he just looked over at me and he was like, You know, this ain't real, right? wow was like, it went on like that that's
0: just that's rude dude
1: and i, and I was like huh he was how like, old are you i was probably like eight or nine. Oh come on That's so rude and he was like he was like you know this ain't real right and i was like i'm watching him hit the man
0: what how do you mean, it mean it's
1: not real? real and he was like he was like all that is staged like they don't actually hit each other and I was, like, I was like, there's no like, there's no way. Like I see, I was like, what about the submissions? Like, I clearly see them do the submission. And he was like, they don't really lock him in for that long. And I was like, there's just no way. Like I don't believe it. I was like, all right. He, he was like, all right, well, let me put the figure full leg lock on you. And I was like, huh? He was like, yeah. <laughs> so my dad put the actual figure full leg lock on me. Let me say something. That shit hurt. That shit hurt. But the thing is, the thing well, is. How did he that like, help his point? Say what? But How'd the help his point if it's Because it hurt? He, he 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 was like he was like yeah they don't lock him in for that long you know why because you he was like because you imagine someone doing this to you for as long as they say they do it he was, yeah, like, that's true. I was like I was like oh yeah that does make sense. So then uh, he was like, the... and then he was like think about like the walls of Jericho he let me he he was, we were only in the position of like three. So then he like let me go and then he was like think about like the walls of Jericho and all these mm-hmm. other mission moves like those shits actually hurt. They can't lock him in for that long. And i was like oh shit and then he was like think about it then he was like when he was explaining how Ric flair does the figure four because basically he like takes your leg and then he like turns around right and then he like loops like, then that's when he crosses your leg he was like now what grown man would man turn around and not kick him away and yeah then, that's and, yeah and i was like wait a minute that that, that that's when it kind of just dawned on me. yeah and, and then that's
2: it, like it's such a sad realization
1: yeah, I, I mean, on, at eight years old, too. Damn. Yeah, it, it sucked, but I appreciate it because from then on out, I knew I, I kept watching it because I genuinely liked it. I genuinely liked it, and I always wanted to yeah, go to a show. True. And I actually went to my first show um, nice. November last November. Um, and it's and it was the thing about it was when I when I was at the show, I thought it was just, it was a regular Monday Night Raw that was televised. It actually turned out to be a very important. A very important uh, episode, yeah, because basically it was um, they were. In, I was living in Kansas City at the time, and they were just. It was the last um, Monday Night Raw before Survivor's... Survivor season. and Becky Lynch was supposed to wrestle Ronda Rousey, I believe. Yeah, I believe she's supposed to uh, uh, wrestle Ronda Rousey um, because they were both were changing something like that. Well, basically, the women of SmackDown invaded the women of Raw. And this gigantic brawl, just this brawl of women, just starts going crazy. Well, in the midst of this brawl of women, Nia Jax breaks Becky Lynch's nose, and it's dead ass right in front of me because I'm like two seats back, uh, two rows back from um the side of the ring. So like I'm I'm I got really good seats because I was a fan So <laughs> so next thing you know, like I'm seeing all these women go, you know, fighting each other, and then. You know i guess part of the storyline uh the smackdown women uh kind of walk away they like leave through the crowd and so they pan at becky lynch and becky lynch is just gushing out blood like literally gushing out blood from her nose and she ends up not being able to wrestle ronda rousey at survivor series but she begins like her the man persona and she just fucking blows up like blows up and i was at that show like i was at that show
2: so like yeah that's kind of cool yeah, that is, is really? cool.
0: I feel like the the Monday Night Raws are like before pay per views are always like there's something.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, I had completely forgotten that it was a pay per view coming up that Saturday. I was just uh, so focused. I was just so hyped to actually be going to a show that I like was really forgetting like some of the storyline um, that were going like I, that. Like that 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 show like I saw Brock Lesnar, and I was the thing is I was sitting behind some Kansas City Chiefs players actually. Oh um, they, wow. They literally really? sat, Yeah, they literally sat a row in front of me. So I was sitting behind these Kansas City Chiefs Do you remember players. who? It was like Travis Kelsey was a, was one, Tyreek Hill was another, and... Damn.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, they those were like, are like stars. Like, these were like, they were right in front of me. Um, and honestly, it was like one of the 10 best experiences of my life. That's Legit one. That's so like, like, that's why I even love wrestling more now. And I'm 23 years old. Um, but outside of that, I mean... I watch. Uh, I like watching. This I don't know if this is weird or if this is normal, but I like watching like a lot of drug lord or drug dealing shows. So like, uh, I just started. You know, it, yeah,
0: it's funny you mentioned that because because Breaking Bad is like my favorite show of all time. Yeah,
2: Breaking Bad is elite. like See, top yeah. top three unanimously. Yeah, like yeah. I started I started Breaking Bad
1: with this girl. Um, then we fell out and I never finished it, but I need to go back and finish it. By you like, should rewatch. Yeah. You should
0: rewatch it Did all the time. I, yes. I might. Yeah, I might
1: actually. And then, like, um, Power is another one of my favorite shows, Narcos the Sopranos is, is is really really good um, I've never seen the Sopranos Sopranos I, honestly it was it was kind of before our time because it came out I think the first season was like 99 so we were very very young our parents we were young at we the were, time yeah
0: I was just, I was born in 99
1: yeah so. and so um and so like it, it was way ahead of our time but it was I think it's really really good though my, my parents always say the wire is really really good so I'm yeah i'm gonna get around to watching that 20 24 is another one of those shows yeah. that was like before time but everyone yeah. says it's good yeah. yeah, and so i don't know it's just something about like the drug lord drug dealing shows that i've always just really like i think it's because like i think it's just because like there's a they, they be moving so much money to me that's just, it, it, it's just mind-blowing like it's really just mind-blowing like How these you- people have Go
2: you peeped, have you peeped Money Heist on Netflix? Nah, but I've I've heard to, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Uh, I think you'd enjoy
0: it. What's the show? Ava likes. It's
2: uh, a Spanish one. Narcos.
1: Narcos. So, no, uh, I, well, no, I don't ma- think it's Narcos. Money
2: Heist is also like a Spanish one. I think it's like, Money it Heist. In That's in what Spain. the one he yeah. likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's blown yeah. up recent.
0: Oh okay. Um, what's I I I feel like the the shows like that like the cartel drug shows they're yeah. always like so well done with the yeah. drama yeah. and the action that they're like they're just so entertaining because breaking bad had that going for it too it's like such a
1: suspenseful show and and the thing i always think is crazy in these drug dealing shows is like they'd be having to deal with like the law and like the drug like they own drug enemies it's like that yeah that shit was like how do you stay sane during that? That's like why I watch it because I I, do, <laughs> that's, I, I like want to see like how do you stay sane as a person when literally that's, everywhere you turn someone wants to put you away.
0: Yeah, that's you. the thing. That's the thing about Breaking Bad is that Walter White doesn't stay sane.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: so. That's – and I, I don't know. Maybe – is does that make me weird that I kind of just want to see how people stay sane in these terrible situations?
0: No, I kind of get it. That's kind of one of the aspects I like about it, like yeah. how people are acting during that time.
1: And so, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I like my reality shows. Like, you know, I watched Jersey Shore, one of my favorite, Hell's Kitchen. I kind of started getting into the challenge. Oh, the Gordon – we could talk about Gordon Ramsay for hours. Yeah, but – I
0: love Gordon Ramsay. But to see that those
1: shows interest me because it's like – all you, all they do is go find idiots and bring them in on the show so they can be exposed as idiots. Yeah, that's entertainment all day, every day. That's I, I will love that all day, every day. But like when I watch like a drug lord show, it's like, yo, you see this dude, he was like middle of the pack, stumbled upon this this come ups, and then he started making money, money. His life started getting good. The feds want to catch him now. Then I mean, now now his other other drug homeboys, they trying to kill him. How do you stay sane during that? Like, how do you, as a human being, stay sane during that when you're, when essentially everywhere you turn, someone try to kill you? To me, that is very that 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 draws me to just about any sort of show.
0: Yeah, I get that for
1: I get that hundred percent. And I also think it's all. I also think that's the same reason why I think Game of Thrones is like my favorite, maybe my favorite show of all time. Honestly,
2: see, I was gonna bring. I was on the fence. I was like, this is an obligatory thing. I have to say game of thrones i
0: feel like when you talk about shows you have to bring up game of thrones i've personally never to me, seen game
2: of thrones to me it's the Damn. goat like to me yeah it's the goat it's just i don't know if i can give it goat status well i think i think breaking bad is honestly so amazing and yeah. also and also i absolutely despise the last two seasons of game of thrones who like, man. bad like, oh man, they 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 hurt my heart on that last season. Like season like season 7 was okay. They're like I thought some things were a little bit intolerable, but I was like, "It's all right they got six episodes to salvage it and give us a phenomenal <laughs> ending." to what I to, at the time when I was like this is the greatest show ever. But, but then, the
1: the oh. thing is, see, you said it right there. They got six episodes. Yeah. I knew I knew then that something was funny. I knew something was funny because why all of us, why in the most pivotal seasons, do you want to lessen the content? No, nah, exactly. nah, I need you to really blow. I need you, if anything, I, for the last season, I need you to give us more episodes so you can tie some things together. And a lot exactly. of things just weren't tied together. Like,
2: it's HBO was like, yo, we'll give you two 10 episode seasons. Shit, we'll give you four 10 episode seasons. They're like, nah, no, give us a seven season, episode, like, a seven episode season, and a six episode like, season, like, and we'll wrap you, this shit up. Like, and what are you like? They were I mean, like, the,
1: Oh my, I'm see now. I'm about to I'm getting mad thing, but it because like exactly. they, had, they had so many questions, so so, so much it just didn't make sense. Like it just felt rushed, like like how does Cersei Lannister go seven seasons of just absolutely raining terror and heaven? Scheming. Just scheming to scheming stay alive, off. die by some
2: rocks. I, <laughs> I, I, and it's not even I, much, I, the entire season. I, Le- Le- Lena Heaty got paid millions of dollars per episode, not even for the whole season. Per, per, per episode. episode, she was, episode? I think she was the second highest paid. Person this season next to Amelia Clark, if I'm not mistaken, and all she does in season eight is like stare out a fucking window and then stare get out of fu- some rocks and drink some wine. Don't forget <laughs> that one. And then, then,
0: and then the Starbucks thing.
2: And she got oh my God. dude that, that wasn't Cersei though. That was so I'll, I'll, I'll give Cersei uh, a pass for that one. But that Starbucks thing was that's when I knew. Okay, episode three of season eight, in my opinion, ruined the entire show for me. And I, I, I think I can talk about it because I think, you know... Most, most I mean, I've never
0: seen... Because, like, know. to someone who's never seen it, the only things I know about Game of Thrones is, like, it ends really shitty.
2: Like, yeah, do you plan on watching it?
0: I I don't know. I'm not a big show person. Like, I don't watch a lot of
1: shows. Well, the thing about it is, even if you told him the ending, I would still, I would, like, literally still suggest him go watch the show just because, like, the first seven seasons are so good. You probably, by the time time you get through those first seven seasons, you won't remember half the shit we've said.
0: Well, that's, like, that's the argument with The Sopranos, too. That's why some people won't give it the goat because it ended really poorly. Hey, man, but the thing is, it's a
1: drug-dealing show. It's a it's a drug dealing show.
0: Yeah, but Breaking Bad didn't end poorly at all.
2: That's true. But think Breaking it, Bad. I I, I
1: I expect most drug dealing shows not to have a good ending, just because like look at the lifestyle that they're in. How do you end that? In a well, good way? No,
0: I mean like I mean like ending in terms of like it's like pleasing to like the audience that gave years like watching it and growing with the show. Yeah, because like Breaking Bad ended really well.
1: What I what mean, heard. not for
0: Walter, but I mean, it that's ended That's what I've well.
1: heard. That's what I've heard. It ended well.
0: Like in terms of the writing in the show, that's what I'm talking about. Like not the actual ending for oh, the character.
2: Oh, okay. I mean,
0: like in terms of ri- like the writing of the okay. ending, or like how it's executed.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, execution and writing—definitely two things that are missing in the last
1: season of Game of Thrones. Oh man, they have. I'll yeah. tell you what. They have me. Really?
2: A... The, the entire. Bro, it's like over the course of that six weeks, like each week, the timeline was getting progressively angrier and angrier and angrier. <laughs> I and remember. Totally yeah. Point.
0: I Bro, remember that. Uh,
2: that.
1: That last episode, that last episode made me so mad. The next day I woke up and I said, I have to start a new show
2: immediately or I'm going to just be pissed <laughs> off for a all very right. long time. All right. All right. Let me let me tell you a true ass fucking story. All right. Season, season eight, episode six of Game of Thrones airs. It's like the middle of May, all right? The following week is like finals week. And my statistics class, they're like, all right, you have a final project, but it's really easy. All you have to do is make a presentation that involves statistics and what we've learned in statistics in some way, shape, or form. And I was like, I right, bet I'm going to do this the easiest thing that I could possibly do with something extremely topical what i did is i went to imdb and looked at the ratings for each episode in each season of game of thrones that's like 73 episodes right there and i made these like i was analyzing like averages of seasons and stuff right. like that and right and, and when that's i t- what, when i tell you like I wish you could see the the line chart I made. It's just it's a simultaneous line chart of the average ratings episode by episode for each season. Each season has its own line. And seasons 1 through 6 everything is so high. The averages are like high 8s, low 9s. Right, right. But season 8 it literally looks like a mountain range because it just it just steeply declines so it's... much. That that last, <laughs> that last episode at the time I made I made that presentation over two days because one day I got lazy. The first day, the the, the series finale had a five point two. The next day, the, the data I put in it had a four point eight. As of right now, I think it's in the threes. So, good it's lord! Just, oh my it's just God. God. Good lord. I, <sighs> man, they
1: they HB they, they They had the bag, and they it's four, they had, it's,
2: it's it's a four point two right now. It's oh brother. With 4. two, 2. hundred nine thousand reviews,
0: man, that's like that's unacceptable. Yeah,
2: but,
1: but I but I'll tell you this though, I'll give them credit because that writing may have been may have been sticky, but visually it
2: was beautiful. Oh, that so sure I was, was sexy. Yeah.
1: Was, so visually, I'm complaining about something. I'm complaining about something that visually I love, but sonically I hate. it. Yeah,
2: that like sense. like yeah. That, that, that series finale. In my opinion, still not as bad as episode three. But it gave me, like, in my opinion, it's probably, like, the greatest shot in all of Game of Thrones, which is Daenerys with the wings behind her. It's oh such boy. a fucking sick shot. And I mean, like, Yeah, and I Jesus, feel like this, the
0: cinematography Jesus, so of, Game so of, of Game of Thrones is and why number, people love and, it.
2: And, like, episode three, trash, couldn't really see anything. But some of the shots <laughs> some of the shots we could see were absolutely sick. Like, yeah, I can't like, now let's speak on that
1: episode, the Battle of Winterfell, because I yeah. got, got some damn things to say. I had some things to say. I've Had some things to say,
2: bro. The night king. The night king.
1: Let me tell you something. The night king came into that game as 2016 Steph Curry, and Fact, he left. And he left that game like Kuala Kwame Brown. Brown. <laughs> 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 oh my god,
0: <laughs> bro. <laughs> the Let me tell you something, bro.
1: That man, the Night King, had me hot. Why are you running from the smoke from Jon Snow? Nah, turn around, bro.
2: Don't yeah. bring your boys. Are you <laughs> we bring had, your boys? We what had eight, we we had eight seasons. Seven and a half seasons of buildup for a Jon Snow Night King fight, and when Jon Snow gets close, the Night King just puts his arms up like the bitch he is, yeah, and just resurrects what? everyone to do it, yeah, job. like, what, like, bro, he was a hoe. On. Here's my stance on this: I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Jon Snow ride or die. That's mm-hmm. my point. Now, but here's the thing: seemingly for the entire show, I wanted that motherfucking icicle on the motherfucking throne. I wanted the Night King to win that. the entire wow so i was like all right episode three this has been a show of completely subverting our expectations most of the time in a good way like i was expecting some red wedding level turnaround i was like they are going to go ham and all of our main characters are going to die and they're all going to become like white walkers oh wow wow Wow. so you really was
1: expecting the worst yeah
2: yeah and then i was like then the night king is going to go down south Tell Cersei what's up. Give that bitch the work and sit on that throne, and that would be nah, I,
1: shot I, of I this. never. I couldn't see. I never believed they would go that crazy because now, now you're really playing with a whole lot of people's emotions. You, 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 yeah, you gotta yeah, fuck them up, but you can't fuck them up. up.
2: That's what. Gives yeah, you're down. right. You're it's right. right. You you're know, right. And and here's 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 something else I, I wanted to to speak on was that 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 the battle of winterfell it's called the battle of Winterfell. but the episode was called the long night right the long, and and they talk about the long night ever since like the beginning of season one and it, it, in the books and in the show but more specifically in the books they talk about how like that winter and specifically the long night is supposed to be like the craziest shit in history like people you had they, they were saying like people there's, there's um resorting to cannibalism because they couldn't eat anything or because it was too cold and it was just oh, it was ridiculous and that motherfucker lasted an hour and a half come
0: on bro what are you
2: I, talking oh, about oh i get you right. saying
1: i get you saying as
0: right. as someone who has never seen an episode of game of thrones i have no idea who you're talking about Let me <laughs> something.
2: but but that steph curry kwame brown that's literally the most accurate thing you could yeah. have possibly say.
1: like I, I literally like, okay, I, I thought the Night King – I literally thought the Night King was averaging 30, 10, and 12 coming into that game. <sighs> and he dude. dropped 5, 1, and 4. Oh, right, Bryce, Bryce,
2: imagine LeBron's eight-point game. in the
0: that, <laughs> but, That's what it was. But worse. Like, this dude, but worse. this dude
2: got himself a dragon, tore down the wall – Marched all the way to Winterfell just to <laughs> a goose egg, dude. Like, and on, t- on top of that, at least you could have given us some, some like big character deaths. Like, like, anyway like, if the most impactful death is Theon fucking Greyjoy, Theon, a uh, hey, bro, hey,
1: chill on Reek, chill so on I, Reek. Know, you
2: know I fuck with Theon. Some of the characters I fuck with, like, my favorite character in the entire show died that episode, jorah Mormon.
1: Jorah.
2: like, rest in peace. That's my dude. Jorah, hey man.
1: Jorah is Mr. Shoot from Outside the Gym.
2: <laughs>
1: man spent the entire show shooting from dead ass outside of the gym. Shot didn't go out once. He died shooting outside the gym. That's, 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 <laughs> he, he, he,
2: he was exiled, came back, got exiled again, came back. Then, like, almost died. Then died shooting from outside the you. So I respect that man.
1: She class. didn't. She didn't love him until he was dead. That should explain to you women like, in a nutshell. Damn. That that right there will explain damn. women in a nutshell. She didn't love him until he was dead. That is Yo,
2: women. And and let me let me take that and say, what I've been saying ever since the beginning of the show. Fuck Daenerys Targaryen. Fuck that bitch. Oh man. Yeah. I, I, I don't mean, care how hot you are. I don't care. If if you, I like. <laughs> damn i never wanted her to win i'm glad that she got i mean i
1: always knew she was gonna go crazy i could see it really? I, saw, I, I saw the vision you know what i'm saying really? I, saw, I saw the vision she was gonna go crazy because like during her entire time as she was becoming a queen she had to do some fucked up shit she had to you yeah know she, those was, times? she was
2: she was executing people left yeah left.
1: like the, the way she was just like when, when, when people advise her, hey, you don't. Maybe you could take a few prisoners. She'd be like, Nah, I ain't gonna listen. Just kill them. Like that's yeah. that's. Look, I saw the vision. I knew the witch was crazy. I knew the chick was crazy. And then when they raided, got them Kings Landing. Damn. I won't surprise. I won't surprise. I said, all this was in the blueprint.
2: All this was dead as in the blueprint. So 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 you so you were okay with that turn and that her character. Yeah cuz it was it we was it it, coming.
1: yeah I saw the build up I saw the vision I saw the vision she was losing people left and right that she really loved
2: my yeah, girl is, my girl <laughs> Sunday All
0: right guys listen I I kind of want to talk, and I I feel like I shouldn't interrupt the other <laughs> talk. Okay, no, 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 let me stop because I, I can go on after <laughs> you. I can go on after you. because <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, I it, it's good dialogue, but I have no idea what hey, you are talking Price, about if, if, right Price, now. Price, I,
2: if, if you want, we can go back to that part where we talked about shooting from outside the gym the segue into our next. No, oh, I, I wanted to brother. ask. Oh, all right, brother. that's
0: a good that's a good segue, but I wanted to ask one thing. Cause like there's shows that are popular that I've watched. Like, cause I want to ask you about The Office and where you guys stand oh, on The, I the think Office. I know where Roz stands yeah, 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 yeah. on The Office, but oh, the, Roz, come on. where do you? Okay, well, okay, where do you stand where on The Office? The
1: Office to me is like a top four or five funniest shows I've ever seen in my life. Like, and really? and, and I'm talking about I'm talking about black comedies and white comedies combined. I mean, honestly, I would take, I would take. Okay, so the, my funniest show ever is Martin. I don't know if y'all ever watched Martin. I, I loved Martin. Martin growing up. Martin's Martin. the funniest show I've ever seen. Fresh Prince is up there. The Jamie Foxx show is up there.
0: What about Everybody Hates Chris?
1: Everybody Hates Chris, I would put that at probably f- No, I'd probably put that at like sit. i will probably put I The Bernie Mac show at Hates four Chris. and then I'd put The Office at five. So yeah, it would go Martin, Jamie Foxx show, Fresh Prince, The Bernie Mac show, and The Office. Like The Office to me is legitimately oh. funny as hell. See, I'm
0: in that weird can because I feel like everyone's like, you either love the office or you hate the office,
1: and there's no in between. I think, what? I think you either you either love the office because you've watched it all the way through, or you hate the office because you haven't seen it all the way through. And people, all they do is, I ass feel it like, up.
0: I, you know, I'm I feel like. Th- I feel like there's people that hate the office because they did watch it all the way. Through. Well, yeah, there are some people that just watched it and did think it was funny.
1: Because I think it, what I think it is, is like to to really love the office, you have to understand the humor because it's it's really some really fucked up humor. It's, it's, um, it's, it's yeah, real. It's, it's some just, real. It is, it's real. It 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 it's real fucked up humor. I, so I don't like, want
2: to hear it, bro. It, it, I don't I, want to. I I personally, talk talk, you. how you feeling uh, about it? How you feeling? All right, all right, Roz. I once tweeted, I think one of my greatest tweets of all time it was earlier this year, I said there are the three most overrated things the United States. have Number one, In-N-Out mm-hmm.
0: oh, Okay. okay. Number, take off
2: the bat. <laughs> num- number number two, the Kimbe Magumbo. Zion huh? Williamson. Zion Williamson. Oh, wait a a Wait
1: a minute. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I must, we ain't talking about that. Thing. I think That's... I was
0: dipping your chip. Can you say that second yeah. one?
2: <laughs> Now, that boy Zion is a bum. But that's
0: a sports part. That's a different show. Oh,
2: wow. Okay,
1: okay. He's
0: Virginia. He's a Virginia fan. You got (laughs) to understand. Apologize. I apologize. Number
2: three is The Office. I... And, well, what did you think and, was so now,
0: overrated about it?
2: Okay, yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious. Like, what do you think is overrated I can, about can it? preface this by saying I watched like five and a half seasons of that show. So you've seen the good the show, parts of it. Yeah, like I forced myself yeah. to watch it because I was like, I have to understand what people are going through. Mm-hmm. And in each episode, I especially towards the end, it just got progressively more painful because here's the thing. Is it funny? Yes. Not as much as people think it is, in my opinion. Like, I think that parts of it, are pretty funny some parts are actually really funny i'm not gonna lie but so much of it like i just think it's so bland and here's the thing i just don't like it is i don't it is like a the little. style so you know how people are sometimes are like oh you're either team office or team parks and rec i think both shows sucked it <laughs> you think both wow shows, okay cool. oh yeah, okay. i wow. you know
1: what? What? i think that's ridiculous no, because it's, i it's, think it's, it's, it's not it's <laughs> I, not my i'm style. trying to think the words <laughs> to say i'm I don't, trying to think of the words to say
2: i, I just don't like like the awkward comedy that's what
1: makes it so funny because it's like the thing about it is th- there are people like michael scott or people like jim halpert or kevin there are people like that all throughout this country like all throughout the yeah, world, yeah. I feel yeah. like and you see all, them every day, a, and you interact with them. That's
0: what makes it so funny because yeah, that's how those yes, guys really think. But yes, like, because we, that's a big thing about the Office and Parks and Rec. Is like because you probably know people in your life that relate to some yeah, of those characters we, we, we and are we, like some of those all, characters.
2: Yes, one of those dudes yeah, who just takes his job way too seriously, but, but it's, yeah. it's funny because of it. But like, okay, so you know how people say some things are an acquired taste? Yeah. I am a firm believer that some things are also an acquired distaste. Like there are some things that True. most people love but you just cannot get behind and the office always, always, always been those things for me. I just cannot stand when people talk about it. I can't stand that stupid ass theme song. <laughs> I, I, I
0: love the theme gosh, song. Come I on. Stand, I love the piano. I can't
2: stand, all the gifts i see on twitter every so you- goddamn day i can't stand i can't stand <laughs> the green i can't i can't i can't stand the people that think that liking uh the office as a damn personality trait. Okay, now shot. that's an issue that's okay, yeah that's that's, the, yeah, issue. that's, those, that's those fair. People
1: that's fair ruined the office for a lot of people because like it's it local. Is not I a local personality like, trait. It's not a character yeah, local, trait. it's not that local Twitter absolutely ruins the office for yeah. people. Yeah, yeah.
2: some hundred percent some people stay quoting it and I'm like if you quote it and it's a good time quote and it's a good quote, go off. But if it's not and you're just quoting it for the sake of quoting it like shut fuck for the love of god (laughs) uh, i didn't realize even a video that's been surfacing around the timeline let me just be honest we don't care like yeah that video uh,
0: slaps let me just just be honest we don't care.
1: okay (laughs) didn't you tweet that today dmix yeah bro because okay i was talking about y'all ever had like y'all ever been chatting up with a john and she actually when your birthday is and like say 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 uh like for me uh, I'll say, yeah, my birthday's in May. She'd be like, ooh, you would talk. stubborn.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That's the I, worst.
1: I, I, I literally, that, i just be like, you know what? I'm be honest with you. I'm just stop right there. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you mean to tell me for when the moon and the sun collaborate and just elaborate and pop elaborate? That's that's going to tell me what type of personality <laughs> I got? Yeah. Fuck out of here, Willis. No, oh, no, Bro, at my
2: like college orientation, they were talking, to, some, somebody was talking about star signs and I shit you not. I just I just yelled out because I'm the type of person to yell out random shit when someone's giving a presentation. So like I just <laughs> I, I just I just I just like cover my mouth and like yeah like zodiac signs over a million. And there's this white girl next to me lost her shit at that comment. She was like oh, What <laughs> are you talking about? I, they're
0: not dude they're not now,
1: i will tell you though in, in their defense I have i have met some people that they have they have been very they're like i know you don't believe in this but let me tell you why i do and they've given like some legitimate some legitimate reason why I'll be like, ah, okay, I'll give you that. But a lot of times you see these people on Twitter, they just be like, ha ha ha, imagine dating a Sagittariusaurus whatever they yeah. fucking call <laughs> nah, nah, <laughs> it. That sounds nah. like a dinosaur. And you're just like, what the fuck do you even know about a Sagittariusaurus? Uh, I love Gaga, but what the fuck does she know about Polaroid? That's, the one- that's what i the mean, thinking. I'd be like, I, 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 I love you, but what the fuck do you know about stars and shit? Like, what, no, what do you even oh, know like, about stars and shit? Know. Know. Like
2: the, worst, the worst tweets I've been seeing on the timeline are like, People be like scopa to about like Virgos. <laughs> I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, Dude, what you what even the what fuck are you talking about? Like, oh. Oh.
0: I think that's that's the segue. I Raza, I did not know that your vendetta against the office was that
1: deep. Oh, but so but deep. I will say I will say I can get I can get that last point you made because those type of people really ruled the office. But let me tell you when I knew the office was a show, I could fuck. With. First episode, Diversity Day? kevin oh my god when angela had jamaica on her head and they were trying and kevin (laughs) was trying to guess it and kevin was like he was like you want to smoke some pot and angela was like no kevin was like i think you do man." (laughs) (laughs) hey i lost my shit um the thing is i have met people who just say awkward stupid shit like that that don't make no sense and it just it hit me and then the next episode was that fucking basketball episode where they played basketball in the warehouse oh and the first thing the first thing michael did was like stanley you're on my team he was like he was like stanley you're on my team for obvious reasons
0: (laughs) bro that's just
1: that type of shit dude like i i just know people like that (laughs) And then, nah, there was just one episode. It was just one episode. I think they were, like, going camping or something. Or they were, like, doing some some games. And um, they were on a bus. And Stanley got to complaining, And Michael was like, well, Stanley, if you don't like it, you could always go to the back of the bus.
0: Bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, look, I'm crying laughing at it because I was like, yo, what the hell is wrong with this dude, Yo. Yeah. What the hell real. is wrong with this dude? <laughs> that's so fucked. Oh man.
0: Uh, uh, you're you're right though. That point you made is true. The humor is just fucked. Yeah, it's just fucked
1: up humor. It's like it's just fucked. But up then you, shit. you just I, there are people who just make like stupid ass jokes like that all the time, and you just kind of look at them and he's like, "Yeah, what the hell is wrong with you?" And, and that that's why that's why the office is funny to me because I just know I can I just know people who just say stupid shit like that, and I just. Link it back to them and it just make this a laugh.
0: All right, but we're gonna we're gonna transition. There was a smoother transition earlier, like you said, but I wanted to talk. I wanted to get stances on the office. Um, but we, Demix, um, he's a bit of a, he's a bit of a love doctor, as some would say. Um, would you? I don't know if you would say that. I said that. You
1: know, love doctor is. Is a, a word? It's, 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 it's two
0: definitely words. two words. It's definitely yeah, two, right, words.
1: two words. I would, um, I would just say I'm more of I'm just more of a dude who's been through some things, so I know how things usually work. That's fair.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Fair enough. So, what do you think, D Mix? So you you want to give us some advice about shooting shots?
1: Well, see. Let me-
0: not at government, not actually shooting shots. Like yeah, we're not trying we, to get sliding into DMs. We, yeah. I have to clarify. You
1: know, the DMs, man. The first thing you should know about DMs, the DMs is a war zone. That's how I think about it. It's a battlefield. It there's, there's no love lost. There's no love for in them DMs. It's ruthless. It's kill or be killed. So you got to, when, when you're in there, you got to, one, you got to know your intentions even even you know what I'm saying even if they're not so pure you know what I'm saying but you always got to state them so say so' say you y'all fellas. I don't, y'all fellas gotta agree y'all been seeing the timeline she got some half decent she she might make you chuckle here and there likely her tweets won't always make you chuckle likely her tweets probably won't ever make you look but she look good she look good right Right. And she, so you 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 kind of flirt with her on the TL a little bit. Then one day you just like, you know, you you're thinking, "Hey, why, why not? Why not try to shoot my shot?" You know what I'm saying? Because hey, we only get one life to live, right? Exactly. Yeah. What, you shoot that shot, you know what I'm saying? You DM her. A lot of times what what a lot of times, well, a lot of times what I think happens is a lot of people talk themselves out of of DMing. Like, you know what I'm saying? They will just get nervous or they'll be scared that you know, they might not DM him back. Let me tell you something. For rule number one, if she don't DM you back, you, did, you didn't want to fool with her. You didn't really want to fool with her. She's doing you a favor. You
2: know what I'm saying? Right? So that, you're saying, you're right. saying it naturally gets reciprocated.
1: Yes, because this this is the thing I, I have noticed in my time is that <clears throat> these ladies like to get on, on this social media and they like reject their standards. To project their preferences, they like to project they like tall men over six feet, yada yada, playing the NBA, a hundred million dollars, yada, blah 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 blah, <laughs> blah right. diamond ring, all that. But let me tell you something if she wants you, she gonna fool with you. Right. If she wants you, all them standards that's and them true. preferences, they're gonna go out the window because she's gonna fool with you. So at the end of the day, that's why I tell these tell my young bulls out here, just shoot your shot, just shoot your shot. If she wants you, she gonna fool with you, then you in the clear. If she don't want you, then then, hey, why would you want to fool with someone who don't want you anyway? Because if she don't want you, then you have to convince her to want you. You know what I'm saying? If, if Now, when I say won't you, I mean she's got some interest. She ain't got to be, you know, head over heels. You, ain't no woman going to be head over heels in the first meeting. But you know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to have some interest. So from then and there, if she DM you, that means you already, if she DM you back, you should be already in the clear, right? Right? You know right. what I'm saying? I, yeah i mean but a lot of i guess I guess, so. I guess a lot of times people just don't know what to say or what you know that initial message you know what i'm saying because it's like you you want to throw a compliment in there but you don't want to be what's the word over appreciative maybe you don't want to be uh you don't want to be thirsty as hell but you want yeah. to be thirsty yeah you know what i'm saying you want to be thirsty but you don't want to be too thirsty
2: right because then the person on the other side can definitely sense that, you know. Yeah, and yeah. If a, and if the vibe gets torn off, well, it can jeopardize them. Yeah. So,
0: but didn't you just say like you want to show your intentions? Yeah, you like, do not want to
1: show, show.
0: Yeah, yeah, like you do want
1: to show your intentions. Like you want to be like, you know, you, you want to come in with the compliments. She looked good, you know, the fit, nice, the flame emojis, the hard eyes, and all that. But <laughs> but don't go in there. Don't like don't go in there. Clearly, just talking crazy like. Unless, how do I say this? Don't go in there talking about some let me get you pregnant. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, it's <laughs>
2: okay, like come yeah. on, son. Yeah. Like, how, how, like yeah. how do you, what do you say to that? What, like, what do you say to that? <laughs> and here's the thing. Like, I think a golden rule of DMs is you are never trying to be that screenshot people make fun of on the Yeah. TV, you know
0: Definitely. That's what people that's what a lot of people are afraid of. No, like, nah,
1: the thing is, I'm not afraid of that. Matter of fact, I would love I would love for a woman to put No. I wouldn't mind if a woman put me my DMs on 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 the T because are you showing his A hey, D, make sure you me a shot. So hey, look, who's who's really the clown? Who's you know really the say,
2: clown? You know what they say, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly exactly Uh,
0: Exactly. i don't
1: know
2: about that you look the thing about it is if you
1: enter a woman's dm respectable you know or with a little comedy if she was to screenshot that and put that on the tm i guarantee you nine out of ten people are going to be like what is this for clout chaser like now if you come in being disrespectful like you come in talking about some let me get you pregnant or you know you calling her out her name maybe maybe cussing out her, something you know I've heard of some weird DM pull-ups from my my homegirls out here. I've heard of some weird. I want to know. I want to know why there are some men out here who think it's cool to DM lady. Just off. I,
2: I, yeah, that's
1: that's that is. Yeah, look, I be hollering at girls sometimes, and I DM them, and I just most of the time, I, I kid, I kid you not. When I DM a girl, I would say eight times out of ten, I'm usually DMing some sort of meme or video, that's funny because comedy is always the natural and most is is the best way, in my opinion, to DM. If you if you come in with a like, and it's got to be like well timed, you know what I'm saying. So like you come in with like something that can make her laugh, she's she's probably gonna bad because you made her laugh, right? That's all you yeah. need. That's all you need is an initial response. And then you gotta be able to pivot from there. And the, the initial response is always the hardest message back to get. Because you gotta be able to get a response. Then from there you gotta be able to pivot. So <clears throat> I wanna know when did some of these dudes out here think it was cool to just start off your first message to a woman, a dick pic. Look, look, look. uh
0: nah that's definitely like, not that's a...
2: low-key virtual assault that is that is just so it, disrespectful. yeah actually
0: yeah you can't like worry. like like and,
2: and
1: that's just like and then it, it makes it weird for the next guy who happens to just be just who will be a, like a normal guy just shooting his shot and then she'll like a girl just be say some random shit like haha i'm glad you didn't do anything crazy like send a dick pic like i know some dudes do out here and yeah like I've heard that before. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like, huh? And she's like, yeah. And I'm just like, nah. I, I, sometimes I think it's just so crazy that I'm just like, there's just no way. Like, some dude actually started off the conversation with a dick pic. Yeah.
2: And it's like, it's a lose, lose, lose. Because, like, the dude who sends the dick pic, you're getting, like, you getting slandered on the right. TL. And you're not right. getting responded to. The girl who receives that, you don't want that, right? And it also throws off your vibe for the next guys that. Yeah. And then. Which the the third loss for the dude who DMs you next, because the vibe is immediately thrown off because she's already sus because she knows dudes out
0: here are wilding. Yeah, so now you gotta put in.
1: So now what happens is you gotta have the you gotta put in over. You gotta put in extra work just to get past her insecurities with the last guy, then get her get past her initial insecurities with you. You know what I'm saying? That's why you just. That's why in the DMs you gotta be smooth. Are you right? You just gotta ride the wave. Keep riding the wave. Ask a few questions about her while you're doing it, but throw some jokes in there, give some comments. And then and then I would say when 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 you see that the time is right, you have to find a way to just straightforward but subtly ask for her. You know what I'm saying? If that makes any sense. Like you have to be able to it has to be a slick line that you use, but you have to very directly ask for a number. And then she's like, okay, well, you know, he's straight up with it. Then bam. Then bam. You in a three-point contest. Just keep on throwing them shots up. Yeah. Just keep on throwing them shots up. <laughs> Shooters, shoot. Shooters, shoot, bro. Shooters. That's... People don't want to believe it. It's like, when you get, especially like when you get curved, like, I think every, every man gets curved, right? I've been, let me tell you, I've, I've gotten some women in my life, but I've been curved way, way more. Way more. But the thing is, I think after a certain period of time, one dad just became real desensitized to rejection, and I just was just like, I don't care if I get rejected. Hey, i was good, so I'm just still shooting my shot, and that's why I be that's why I be on the TL, really trying to preach this positivity to my to my fellas and my ladies out here. I want everyone to know, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't really love yourself, and if you don't really love yourself, how can you really expect someone else to really really love, right? You know what I'm yep. saying? yeah Yeah. it's like it's like i think like ross think about it y'all y'all two are y'all's own two brands right and so as it consider everyone think think of like people that are attracted to you as consumers and they're consuming your brand. if if the people if i as a consumer don't believe in the brand you why would i invest putting my money or my effort and affection into it you know what i'm saying? Right.
0: That's some of the real so, shit so I think I've ever heard. So the way I that was real. So shit. the way I
1: think about it, that's why I'd be on TL and i just be preaching like y'all really have to love yourself. Like honestly, sometimes the best thing to do is to take a step back, literally take a step back from the world, say "fuck the world," let me love me, and really fall in love with yourself. And that was one of the greatest things I've ever done in my life.
2: Yeah, is I did fall in love with myself. Yeah, I I did that. I want to say towards like the end of my junior year and then like the start of my senior year of high school so yeah. and 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 it completely just my life flipped on a dime and it's was it, it was it was crazy like the mental change and the emotional change that i went through just completely made me into a, a, a much better man and and almost yes. the man i am today and now yeah. it's like now i'm ready for for that next step i
1: believe i believe when you really fall in love with yourself that it makes you a better man woman human because it's like and it's not easy either it's not it's really not easy i i I make it sound like it's easy but
2: it's not it's it's hard it's hard and and it depends on what happens beforehand, too yeah, like, I remember, like my my emotions were an absolute mess back, like like back in the day, and well, I don't say back in the day. It was like two years ago, like that's the start started junior year of high school. And like, right. my, 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 my emotions were like terrible, absolutely terrible. I was like really depressed, and it it was a bad situation. Like, you, like every, everyone who knew about it or like helped me get through. It, like, it was a really bad situation. But as soon, and, but it, it it took like six months of work and, and a lot of support from friends, and I think that's really important. Is that your friends and loved ones you always keep them in your corner stay loyal to those who are loyal oh, to you definitely. and I, and and I swear to god you, most will, you will see the benefits and then yeah. it, it just really it really helped just flip things around and it has been so much better ever since
1: yeah and i think i think over the course of a of a person's life that they that they find themselves falling in and out of love with themselves multiple times like right like i remember the first time i kind of fell in love with myself you know it's really probably like my sophomore year of high school really and I was that's when I, I had moved to um I had moved to Georgia and that's when I really kind of started to find myself I was really trying to grow I was really starting to grow up I was running track and I was actually getting decent at track and I was really starting to really find myself and I kind of fell in love with myself and then a girlfriend that i had had for a while Broke up and that that had hurt, and so like I I questioned myself, and then I found myself again. And then I then my next girlfriend, me and her broke up, so I just really questioned myself again. And then now I'm kind of right now I think I'm the best version of myself that I've ever been, and so that's be why, and that's why I challenge every everyone else is like it's it's okay it's okay to be vulnerable, it's okay to it's it's okay to it's okay to, it's okay to be hurt sometimes because I promise you during those those real low times in your life you know, you really find, uh, you find out a lot about yourself. You find out, uh, you find out, honestly, you find who some of your most realist friends are, who people you'll probably love and will love you for the end of time. And I think once you know that not only do you love yourself wholeheartedly throughout, but there are people like, you know, including your family and your friends that really love you wholeheartedly and all throughout. I think that just, I think that love, it becomes contagious because you start wanting to spread it all throughout. And I think in this world, if we start really spreading a lot more love and just a lot more good energy and vibes, a lot of just like these stereotypes and a lot of the tension between races and like uh, different ethnicities, I should say, not races, different ethnicities and cultures. I think a lot of that finds a way to just ease itself out over time. I mean, so I know some damage. Um, throughout world history is a lot more harder to get over than others, but yeah. I think it's always a good step.
0: Yeah,
1: cohesiveness, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean that was that's some of the realest shit I've ever heard.
1: D mix that was fucking hey, good. Hey man, hey man, I'm just I'm just a man who's been through some things,
2: man. And you know what? You know what? That all ties yeah. back into Diversity Day. No. Diversity Day. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm playing. Oh, oh man.
1: man. Yeah, I think what was what was another a scene from that? It was like it was like a few seconds later, I think Dwight was asking Pam. No, Pam was trying to guess uh no Dwight was trying to guess the name on Pam. Pam's head. And I think um the name on Pam's head is like Asian. And so Dwight was like um, your men are short and your women cannot drive. Like I, I swear to God, I think I, oh, I think God. I think Dwight said something. Oh, I think Dwight man. said something along those lines, bro. I was that was like episode one, and I was like, yo, this is some wild shit. And I think what makes that show so much funnier now is that show would not fly in twenty nineteen, but at the time that show honestly. was hilarious. That's just how much culture has changed in in years. A
0: lot of stuff like that from the 90s and stuff wouldn't fly. Like, if Pulp Fiction came out today. Oh, brother.
1: Oh, man. Bro, Pulp Fiction. Can we agree that Quentin Tarantino is the GOAT movie director? In my opinion. He is a genius. He 100% hey, is you a know, genius. I was
2: a friend of mine the other night. We were, like, ranking our uh, directors. By the way, I'm trying to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood one of these days. I same, yeah, heard, I was, supposed to, I was supposed. I was supposed to go Thursday. Yep. I was supposed to go, yeah. I was supposed to go yesterday but that fell through so I might go see it like maybe. Uh, yeah, but you know, Tarantino's out there for me. My goat though is Christopher Nolan. Okay.
0: He Christopher yeah, Nolan is a, that's guy. a good one. We might have to make that a segment on another episode. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. Um but if you um don't really have any more advice. Oh. I think uh, we could wrap that hey. up. I mean, like obviously, there's so much advice to give. Obviously, hey, man, you know,
1: honestly, the best piece of advice I could I could give anyone really is love love yourself wholeheartedly, and then when you really when you feel like you're ready, find find your king or your queen and just
2: stop being a suck ass sucker and shoot the shot. The worst yeah. thing I can say is no. Really,
1: the it's worst thing I can say true. is no. Hey, shit. and I'm
2: going to tie this up together one last time before we sign off. Is that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, oh. Michael Scott. <laughs> I knew it was going there. I
0: knew it was going there. For, for
2: oh, someone who man. hates The Office, I know too damn much about it.
0: Yeah, right. You seem more obsessed with it.
1: Hey, that's oh, the cool man. Mix I, think, I think I'm about to watch that, that exact same episode, yo, because that shit just keep the fuck out of yeah. me. Oh, no, thank you guys for <laughs> oh, having man. me on, man. I really, I really appreciate it. This was, I've been trying to get on podcasts for a clean minute. No one, no one, no one ever wants to, you know what I'm saying? I got a lot of things to say, as y'all can see. So, you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, make sure. Everyone out here, make sure you follow me on Twitter at losdmix. Follow me on Twitch at uh Instagram at losdmix. That is L O S D E E M I X. I had to. Yeah, that's how you spell it. I <laughs> double check. Had to double check it. It's your Discord name, no, no man. It's, yeah, it's also my Discord name, <laughs> man. So, but uh, all right. Thank you guys so much, man.
0: Of course. So, so this was uh, this was episode four. Um can't believe it man i mean it's already been four episodes if you uh you can follow the pod account at pro pod show you can follow roz at roz underscore follow myself uh at it's brizz i-t-s-b-r-i-z-z i'm starting to sound like ian with these signups um but yeah um thank you man thank you darius yeah, thank for you, coming Davis. on that was a great episode thank you, guys man i really appreciate it And uh, we will, we'll see you, uh, well, this will come out on the 31st, so whatever Wednesday's after. Yeah, let me
1: know. I'll be sure to tweet out, man. No problem.
0: Of course. Uh, We'll see you guys later. All right, later, bro. (laughs)